0: This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, William Martin, Clayton John, and Christopher Admack. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason
1: Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and the season ends, even though the show doesn't. And this is episode 333, There's Plenty of trolleys in the Ocean. Uh, This whole season was circular, title circular. Yeah. Is it really circular, though? Yeah, it's Circular. (laughs) You gotta feel the flow.
2: Feel the flow like uh naughty Ben nature. That's right. Feel me slow now. Feel me slow.
0: So this is our season wrap-up show. Before we before we get to actually talk about it, I gotta bring this up. So I put up a tweet asking for like your like year end award candidates. And we got w- exactly one response from Adam Lane at Adam <laughs> from Earth, and it was just a GIF from the end of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Are, are you still here? It's over. Go home.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, everyone's checked out.
1: Yeah, yeah. When you're not when you're not tweeting post game, no one no one cares anymore. Yeah.
2: So thank you to the five of you who listened to this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Adam, and Taxi, uh, Enemy. Mike, Anthony, um, Jay,
0: uh, Metro Capo, because he actually did re- give us something. After, He's out. Uh, what did you say? Crazy? That, well, that was the Halloween thing. <laughs> Which, by the way, happy Halloween, lazily. But uh, so I, I asked for best or scariest costumes for both Red Bulls and MLS and he said for Red Bulls Chris Armas holding a manager for a life contract which I actually <laughs> agree with Yeah, right. Uh, for MLS the Colorado Rapids as MLS champions Garber <laughs> probably wakes up at night and cold sweats thinking about small 1.0 teams winning things
1: oh. I mean his it's not quite a nightmare this coming weekend but it's definitely not something he envisioned was going to happen no but what would you consider those these two teams? 2.0s? 2. What are they? Are they 2.0s? Yeah. Seattle 2.
2: definitely
1: 0. is.
2: they the yeah. Kings of MLS 2.0.
0: <laughs> yeah. Would you say Seattle created MLS 2.0?
1: Yes, they did. They invented it, for sure. Yeah, 100% did. <laughs> Except
0: they actually
2: really did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right,
0: so the Red Bull season was not a great one. By any yep. measure, any measure of the word, um, things look like they're going to be okay in, in Concacaf Champions League. Um, I got let me find it on Wikipedia the actual results for that. There we go. So, like the first two legs, we uh, in Champions League we had uh, Atlético Pantoa and we beat them five nothing on aggregate. That looked like things were going to go well. Quarterfinals, we lose. on aggregate to Santos Laguna. Uh, At one point, it was tied 2-2 on aggregate, and uh, we just had one really bad half. So you can be forgiven for thinking that that was just an aberration. Then we enter MLS play where we started with a 1-1 draw against Columbus and a 4-1 win over over San Jose, which required us scoring, what was it, three goals in the second half, I think. Mm-hmm. Or, no, I think it was actually all four in the second half. Yeah, all yeah. four. Uh, then went on the... I'm not going to go through every result, but basically no real... There was one stretch of games from May 11th to June 1st where it looked like this team was getting together. And then it just became up and down the rest of the year. Um, surprisingly, we managed to put 14 wins on the board. We were literally 500 because it was 14 wins, 6 draws, and 14 losses, so...
1: Mm. Yeah. Got some strong mediocrity right there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, went into the playoffs as the... Oh, was it the 6th
0: seed? I can't remember what yep. seed were. 6th seed, okay, yeah. And we lost to... We, we went up 3-1 on Philly and then gave up the lead again.
1: Oh, it's time to be alive.
2: Good old Armist Prevent. Works every time.
0: (laughs) All right. So, actually, I guess before we get to posting these awards, let's kind of just general thoughts. Uh, Pat, you go first. What are your general thoughts on the season?
2: I mean, I'll say it not exactly a shock about how this season ended in, t- in terms of them uh, giving up a lead and losing the game. I mean, that that's kind of been the story all season. Uh, I believe in these Rebels uh, are had the greatest number of points lost, uh, whether it be from a draw, going from a draw to a loss, or a win to a draw to a loss, something like that. Um, and, and I think it might have been expected points. like They, they had the um, highest expected points to actual points differential in the league um, this season, some along those lines. I don't, I don't know the exact term, whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, it's not exactly a shock um, that that's how they went out. And, uh, you know, it was just a dis- disappointing season all around. Um, I don't know how Chris Armas has a job. I mean, if he still has a job, I don't really know. Nobody covers this team. For all hmm. we know, Thierry Henry's the coach right now. I have no idea. Uh, um, but it, it's – you know, it just was awful. And, you know, it's, they put out, I only saw it on Instagram where they're saying, this season was unacceptable. We're going to look at everything and make changes. Well, I mean, if you already are still keeping Armist, then I'm already not believing at all that you're going to make changes. Right. But I think the, the changes are going to be what Red Bull 2 guys can we call up and uh, put them in the starting lineup. I, I don't see this team uh, overhauling the roster at all. Uh, I think. Next season is going to be possibly even more disappointing. We'll say um, so. Yeah, it's it's it's. I, I think this team's on a downward swing. I think we could be in a doozy in for a doozy next year uh, because I think like some of our bigger players are going to be gone. I mean, I don't think taku is going to be around. Uh, I think Aaron Long's going to be gone. Um, you know, and I don't and just based on the mo of this team, I don't see them replacing them with anybody. So um disappointing season and i think it could be the beginning of a uh, a rough a rough patch for this team
1: yeah i mean w- what we saw to start the season was um no improving the team from the outside it yeah. was a, a couple you know like you said red bull two call ups and that was it i mean the super duper late addition of josh sims notwithstanding i mean that wasn't really improving this team until it was kind of too late yeah. um And, right, they – you know, Dennis Hamlin can say all I want. He's going to look at every facet of the team. But, right, I don't believe that. Why would you? We haven't seen anything to believe it. Um, They they lost town last year, and they did nothing to replace it. It's just you got exactly what we expected. I mean, we were hoping it was going to be a better year because of how well they played. But you can't lose dynamic players and expect to succeed. And it was just – Bradley finally got old, finally, after all these years – got hurt, got old. Uh, you have Brian White play, gets hurt at a crucial part of the season. And there is just nothing there. The the dream of Pat's right winger never showed up. <laughs> just yeah. never, that guy never came to be. So I, I think the biggest bummer on the season as a whole was just so many home losses. I think that was really the worst part, especially. Yeah. We invested money in those games. And just got to see disappointment after disappointment to God. Awful teams. Horrible teams. That was really the, the, the worst part. Um, and the part's that probably the most unforgiving. And that is coaching. Yep. Coaching is why you lose to bad teams at home. Yep.
2: <sighs> coaching is just
0: why you lose to bad teams, Period. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it when we start ranting about other New York sports teams. But case in point is Adam Gase of the New York Jets. <laughs> um, so to to go on the not building from this, not really building this team from the outside. So looking at Wikipedia, nine players were brought into this team this year. Amro Tarek was acquired via trade. Marcus Epps, who played the very first game of the year, and then was loaned out. To mm-hmm. New York Red Bulls to end Swope Park Rangers in USL was also a trade. Or sorry, was picked up in the waiver draft.
2: Yeah, let's not forget they tried to play him up like, oh no, he's gonna make a big difference.
0: Yep. yeah. There's a reason Philadelphia didn't want him. Um, the Riza was here on a free transfer from Salzburg because they're just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Fernandez. Yeah. Omir Fernandez is a homegrown contract. Uh Jorgensen was supposed to be the big oh. big signing <laughs> and uh barely played, went to Red Bulls two. Sean Nealis.
2: Uh, sorry, I remember when the Red Bulls were still covered by the Athletic and uh they uh like how the, the, it was Christian Dyer, who you know what, he, he does what he does to cover this team, so I hate shitting on him, but um you know that they, he wrote the article like, Oh no, this is a now signing, this is what this is, and it's like uh, clearly,
0: he was not. Yeah. Uh, Sean Niels was a draft pick. Tom Barlow was from New York Red Bulls 2. Reese Buckmaster was from Red Bulls 2. And then Josh Shims on loan. They went and splurged on one person, and that person didn't even play major minutes
1: for this team. Mm-hmm. Wow. Great improvements, guys. Yep.
0: Um. Yeah, th- th- just a complete organizational failure from not doing enough to bring talent in. We talked about it at nauseum. Basically, they want to be a feeder team for Leipzig, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But they're not acting like they actually care about results, and that's the bigger issue. You can be a feeder team and. Perform. I mean, what was it, like a year? No, it was like two or three years ago. We were all laughing at New York, New York city fans for getting upset about it. But look at them as much as they lost their playoff game. They were number one in the East mm-hmm. and they, and they are a quote feeder team for man city. Yep.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. You can be a feeder team and then you can add a couple pieces to improve your current roster. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, and, it's like, I don't, I don't I don't think there's many Red Bull fans who would complain uh, about, you know, Red Bull 2 guys coming up, Academy kids playing for the team, uh, stuff like that, especially if you're a U.S. national team fan as, as well. Uh, you know, do you want to see homegrown talent eventually go on, perform for the national team, much like Tyler Adams uh, has done when he's healthy. But it's, it's, you know, you can't just do that, you know, especially when, you know, LAFC, who admittedly is not in the championship, Nice Carlos Mea, um, and um, among other players. Uh, I mean, when Elenio uh, United has, I, I say it all the time on the show, Joseph Martinez, Miguel Amarón. Um Yeah, you can't just do that. It'd be great. It'd be great if you could, but it's just not feasible. Uh, maybe someday when they open up the territories and, uh, you know, you can pick kids from anywhere uh, and really get your pick of the litter, but right now, you, you got to bring talent from the outside. And it doesn't have to be over the hill uh, past their prime guys anymore, as we've seen with some of these teams. So it's, it's really overdue for Red Bull to open up the checkbooks, bring players in. I mean, they had lightning in a bottle when Marsh came showed up. We were averaging 20,000 fans a game. I don't care when anybody says, like, I don't care about attendance. That stadium is so much fucking better when it's full. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's something I miss. You know, especially now that I have season tickets, and I've uh, I've attended uh, this season, I'm now in already in on uh, next season of not, you uh, know, going to be seeing a uh, very full stadiums. Let's make some drastic changes.
0: And I mean, it's it's sad when you look at it because it's not like they have to actually spend money, right? MLS puts roster stuff in place. You got like two or three different forms of allocation money. You got a decent amount of cap room. I mean, Atlanta came in second year, won the championship. LaFC in the second year won the shield. This team under Ali Curtis was picking off the right players because Curtis knew how to work the MLS rules. I I don't think Dennis Hamlin has that experience. I mean, he hell he was Jesse's assistant before getting promoted to GM. So I, I don't know if he has the background to be in a GM position. And maybe part of the problem also is just the edict. If they're saying don't spend money because you want to prove out the academy players, then you know what? You At some point, you've got to dump some of these academy players, right? If you're going to have this whole New York Rebels 2, which granted didn't win a title this year but was a pretty strong team up until like the last month of the season, just fucking clear house and be done with it. Let's let's just end the charade. Just clean everybody out, right? Even the guys on this team that were academy players that weren't performing, they're gone. Let's just start fresh. You want to be a feeder team, fine. Just fucking promote Red Bulls to have them as the first team, and everybody else can fuck off because then
1: what's the point of being here? Yeah, it's either it's either yeah you're all in on just. Going from going from JV to varsity, <laughs> or, or or invest. It's not hard to invest in just a couple players. It's it's really not. They just don't want to spend the money. I mean, like I said, the salary cap. It's
0: in in Wikipedia for 2018, the salary cap in MLS was four million dollars per team. It's not like. It's not like ML or LAFC and L- and Atlanta are getting away with spending so much more money than anybody else. They're still dealing with the fucking salary cap. You, well, only get, I mean, you only get a few slots where you get to go players.
2: over. They're designated players. They're spending $21, $23 million.
0: But that's only three spots. You still have to have the depth to be around them. I, not, I understand I just...
2: that, but what I'm saying is they are still pumping in more money than the Red Bulls are.
0: Oh, yes, Clearly.
2: I mean that's what I'm talking about. I mean it's, it's like the Rebels when they they sign designated players, it seems like they sign half measures, you know. Uh I mean, who was that guy that we got from Israel a few years ago who was like he was a designated player and he played what, two games? Oh, I don't know. I idea.
0: But I mean so, we're yeah, we're we one of the pay. lowest we're one of the lowest salary teams in the league is because we're not using the literal free money that MLS has for us.
2: Well, designated players. Let's let's be clear. It's not free money.
0: No, I'm talking reg, I'm talking regular salary cap players well, because yeah. you can pay a guy up to half a million dollars and not not have him be designated right, right. player.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We well, all recall the Dax McCarty trade, where we was traded for allocation money that they never used.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. They think we forgot about that. We didn't. Anyway,
0: let, let's try to hand out some awards. <laughs> uh, so defen- Defensive Player of the Year, Chim uh, you go first. Who was your defender for the year?
1: Listen, I'll be honest. I got nobody for this because the defense was just so shoddy. Um, I I guess the only thing I can give it to is what the Red Bulls gave it to is Christian Caceres. I mean, he he put up some good stats because aside from him, I – Aaron Long had had issues. He regrets. Tim Parker, right? Tim Parker had issues. Maria, like taxi, like I don't know. It's it's hard. You know what? Fuck it. No, I'm gonna give it to Connor Late because he retired. <laughs> <There you laughs> go. Listen, he didn't really cost us this season, right? Yeah. Right. Well, no expenses this is He
2: costs every game he's in.
1: <laughs> That's true. But, yeah, I'm going to give it to Connerly because he's retiring. So there you go.
2: Uh, I'm going to give it to Amro Tarek because every time he was in, he was kind of a rock, and we never expected any of that out of him. Uh, so even though he did get hurt and kind of finished him for the season, uh, when he was in there, he was he was a rock. I mean, he was really good. I mean, there was a reason. Like, he was playing at times over Parker and Long. So, um, yeah,
0: that's who I'm going to give it to. Uh, I'm going to give it to the goalposts. (laughs) Because because those things show up every night and they're always strong. Yep. Reliable.
2: The goalposts are very reliable this year.
0: All right. uh, Offensive player of the year. Pat, you get to go first for this one.
2: Uh, I guess, you know, again, another guy who's, uh, season unfortunately with derailed by injury, injuries, but you got to go Brian Wright White. I mean he uh, he was really the only offensive threat this season, and he really you know he was thrust into a role that I don't think many expected him to take uh, when we when the wheels just came off for Bradley Wright unfortunately. Uh, and you you know he was scoring on a pretty pretty good clip, so um, yeah I'm gonna go with Brian White. Uh, let's just hope I guess next year that he can continue that.
1: The man from Flemington, you can't go wrong. I'm with you 100%. I, I'm going Brian White, too, uh, with the reasons you said. He he, should, he played really well when he was on the field. And, again, if he wasn't hurt, I think he would have had an, like an entire season to played really well. Especially coming into, you know, you're stepping in for Bradley Wright Phillips, which isn't an easy right. spot uh, for the Red Bulls. No. Uh, but, yeah, I, listen, I, you got to give it up for the Jersey kid. Um, and like you said, I hope next year he has a healthy year and he really turns it up a notch.
0: I'm just going to make it three. Um, this is episode 333, so it kind of works. Um, Brian White was on track to be the team's leading goal scorer until he got hurt. I mean, he was on the season, he was only five behind Royer, but he was two behind Royer for MLS goals. So, I mean, that, that kid was literally leading the team in goals until he got hurt and in a year where we had very bad very bad offensive performances I mean our goal difference is only plus two in the regular season Last maybe it's even plus. <laughs> I know I was kind of surprised honestly when I looked at it um, it's just there's really he's the only bright spot on the offensive side of the ball this year and my only hope is that if he's going to be the guy that's given the, the starting range next year, hopefully he improves and hopefully he has some goddamn service around him. So it's not, that's the biggest part, right? Cause that, cause as much as right Phillips was hurt this year, like last year when his production started to slip, it was because his, the support around him wasn't there.
2: There's no other goal threat. I mean, that's what we ran into uh, every playoff season uh, since they've kind of decided to go do this on the cheap. All
0: right. Uh, So last is team MVP, and uh, I'm going to change it up. I'm not going to go with the player. I'm going with the fans because we had to sit through this fucking mess of a
1: season. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on Pat and I had to literally sit through it yeah right and, and and Pat had to sit through a stinky game
0: as well
2: that's right it was very smelly that night and
0: and you had to sit through a playoff game oh. in, in the rain oh, god
1: yeah so that's, that's, so I'm,
0: giving, I'm giving it to all the fans that have suffered this year especially those that were at the games
1: Um, I'm going to give my team MVP to Calix the Castigator uh, from Forza Lucha. Because when when we needed him, he showed up in a big spot and uh, totally came through. Uh,
2: I'm going to give it to Matthias Jorgensen, because he just exemplifies everything that's wrong with this team. (laughs) He's just another one of those, like, yeah, he's for now. So I think he exemplifies exactly... Uh, the underachieving uh, mediocrity of the New York Rebels. So, Matthias Jorgensen gets my MVP. Ten bucks says he gets transferred out after this season.
1: Okay, I wouldn't. So, I wouldn't take that bet because I think you're. <laughs> I think it's
0: going to happen. So here's yeah. here's the thing: we paid a two point five million dollar fee. Does how much less do we get? Because you know we're not getting two point five. Half. Half. Yeah, if that. Here's a question: Is he going to one of the? Is he going to go to like Salzburg and start lighting up the uh, Austrian Bundesliga under Jesse Marsh? He definitely ends up in a Scandinavian team.
2: Yeah, he goes back to Denmark, where he came from, where he was average.
0: <laughs> All right. I don't know. Uh,
2: I, don't know what, I don't remember what team he was on, but they they fleece the Red Bulls.
0: Let's see. You can scroll like up O'Bro real quick. Rebro? Odinay's Bolt Club? Bolt Club? Okay. Something like that. There Bolt Club. Yeah, They went a out right. and
2: bought steak with that money. So <laughs> they were laughing.
0: I wonder what their highest transfer out is. Yeah, I sure was that Yeah. All right. Um... So that's it for the for the Red Bulls. Uh, quick note about Red Bulls too: they lost in the USL playoffs in the quarterfinals uh, at the Indy Eleven, so they didn't go very far.
2: Bomber. So,
0: so time for the bumping or sorry, dumping ground. Jeez, I can't even talk right now.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm the trash man.
0: All right. Uh, first, obligatory mention: uh, TFC versus Seattle in the MLS Cup final. That game is Sunday at 3 p.m. Uh, I do not, I will not plan on watching it, and I will not be watching it because of the next thing we'll talk about. Uh, I just hope Giant Meteor wins, and <laughs> it, and I'll have to hear about MLS till next year.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: I'm remember I'm re- Seattle.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess it yeah yeah Seattle because really first of all this game who cares um, and no no one wants to see Canada win another one
2: yeah no 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 especially after they beat us in the U S in the uh, international game
1: oh yeah
0: be kind of coincidental for Michael Bradley to suck it up against Canada and then win a MLS title for him.
2: That would uh, be a Michael Bradley thing to do.
0: Yeah. By the way, over under how many years until Toronto, Vancouver, and Montreal are forced into
1: the Canadian Soccer League? Oh, they never. They, they never. Never. They want that U.S. cash, man. Oh,
0: I know they want the U.S. cash. I'm talking about FIFA forcing them into it.
2: I don't see it happening. Well, I mean, maybe. I don't know.
1: I I would be completely stunned if that happened.
2: I mean, let's not forget, they've made exceptions for Welsh teams in the uh, English Premier League. Uh, they'll, make them, they'll make exceptions.
1: I'd be stunned. We'll see. All right.
2: Uh,
0: next up is the game I'll be watching on Sunday, and that is the New York Jets versus the New York Giants.
2: Well, one, which is really quick, uh, dumbing ground. We'll just say soccer real quick. The U.S. national team has their next round of the Nations Cup coming up. And Greg Berhalter decided to name a roster that does not include Weston McKinney, does not include Christian Pulisic, does not include Zach Steffen. Uh, It actually includes a lot of first-timers. So when you really want to, like, stick it back to Canada and blow out Cuba, he's treating these like friendlies. And I know the Nations League doesn't have – a grand meeting and the fact of the matter is you should probably put uh you know uh i don't know uh you could probably put uh Clint mathis on a peg leg against cuba and still win a shit ton of goals um but it just it's uh, it just seems like another instance where greg Halter looks like a fish out of water um hopefully both games go well but uh, we'll see
0: So here's the thing: we say it doesn't have meaning, and I I don't think they're gonna fall that far down. But top six qualify in the in the FIFA rankings for the the hex now. So you keep losing to these bad teams, that number starts to slip. The only the only thing we have for us is that we're number two in the rankings right now, in in terms of CONCACAF anyway. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I, again, you know, you, you lose the game, another game to Canada. You know,
0: Canada went up six point six positions. They they jumped into a qualifying position with the win over us. There okay. you go. So it, it's possible. Um. All right. So red or sorry, Jets versus Giants to crown the worst team in New York football. And possibly decide which of the two coaches gets fired first. I honestly expect the New York Jets to lose because we lost to the fucking Dolphins of all teams. 14-3 and, three, Giants final. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna beat us, just please shut us out. Just whatever whatever it's gonna take to get Adam Gase fired because he was a mediocre coach that didn't deserve another job and somehow got one. And then somehow outmaneuvered the GM that hired him to get him fired. Like, I, this guy couldn't – this guy didn't want to stick around the Dolphins because they were going to tank, and I guess and I get that. But he was not a good coach in Miami.
2: He was – yeah, he was a terrible hire. Uh, I don't know what to tell the Jets were thinking. I mean, you kind of got to hope for the Jets' sake. A uh, cut big. Cause everything I hear about Joe Douglas is that he actually knows what he's doing. And now he didn't get to do the draft or free agency. So it'd be stupid to kind of fire him, especially when he's already fleeced the Giants for, uh, some draft picks. Cause Dave Gettleman's like, oh, yeah, we're going to sign him. I'm like, you could have signed him for free at the end of the season, asshole. Yeah. Um, I, I actually think the Giants are going to lose. And the re, I think this is kind of like the Dolphins game was for the Jets last week. Like, one of those games where despite how bad you are, uh, you're expected to win. And I can just kind of feel like that's what's going to happen this week, and therefore I think the Jets are going to win.
0: Please, uh, is it sad that I'm actively rooting against the Jets only to get the head coach fired right now?
2: I I kind of feel like each fan base is rooting against their team. Yeah,
0: get that job, man. Then then you know what? Can we get a score or not a scoreless drop, but can we just get a tie – See that? Either team no, wins. No. Either team loses. Oh no! I want a scoreless draw. 0-0 <laughs> zero, zero. Sure. <laughs> well, let's let's do uh, seventy five minutes of football with no scoring.
2: <laughs> that would be the epitome of terrible.
0: Especially with the, the Jets' pass and rush defense are non existent this
1: year. Yeah. I, so someone suggested on the fan the other day that this should be a loser leaves town match. So whoever loses, the coach has to leave immediately. Bags are packed at the game, and that's it. They pick up their bags, and they walk out, never to come back again. Whoever loses has to get relegated to college. (laughs) They get get relegated to XFL.
0: (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, whoever loses has to actually go back to New York.
2: (laughs) The New York Dragons takes their place. That's the name of the team. No, what is it? New York.
0: Defenders.
2: That's it.
0: I don't know why I knew that off the top of my head. Is it is it sad that I think the New York defenders could be better football than
1: the Jets or Giants this year? Well, they won't be, but I mean, listen, I guess they can't get anywhere. I then. said could. could. Win a two-win team.
2: Well, I'll say, is it sad that I'm looking forward to the XFL because of how bad New York football is right now?
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: God. Uh, do you guys know who the QB is for them? I didn't until I looked I it up. So Trent Dilfer, I don't know. No, although that probably would have made some sense. Matt McCloyne. Cool.
2: I've heard that. I think he had a brief time in the NFL. I think he was an Alabama quarterback, if I remember correctly.
1: Yay. All right, let's move on. Yeah. I thought James fact right.
2: checking. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I was
0: I was on like the XFL site. I'm like, all right, maybe they'll give me some info. No, no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, and it's the New York Guardians, not Defenders. Uh, okay, Guardians,
1: Okay, it doesn't fucking matter. They should have well, been the New York. York that would have been cool.
0: Okay, yeah. so Matt McGloy was a starting quarterback for the Penn State Nittany Lions from 2010 to 2012.
1: Broke. Wow, what a resume. I know.
0: And then he spent a few years with the Raiders as a backup, then got traded to Philly – or not traded, but signed to Philly, then Houston, then Kansas City. So, all right. So that that was it for me for dumping ground.
1: That's it. Ain't nothing to talk about. Season sucked.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Should we do pass betting corner? Yeah. Got one game. Uh-
2: I'm going with Seattle. <laughs>
0: I wonder what the actual spread is.
1: Give us, a, give us a score line at least.
2: All right, hold on. Let's see. Three team parlay. Um, Jordan Mortis scores a goal uh, over 2.5, and Seattle wins. There's your three team parlay. Or three three thing parlay.
0: Bet parlay. So according to uh this is from oddshark.com dot com. Uh Seattle is listed as the favorite at negative one twenty five, Toronto the underdog at plus two seventy five. There's no spread. I don't know why there's no spread. I guess it's hard to do spread in soccer Now I think about it. Yeah, I
2: don't really do soccer spread. I mean, they exist, but... It's hard to do. Yeah.
0: All right. uh, So that leaves us with our only segment. I'm not sure if you have something, but it's time for Truman's Terrible Team
1: of the Week. That's terrible. It
2: has to be Terrible Team of the Year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know about the week, but I'm going to give you the Terrible Team of the Year, and I'm going to blow your mind because I'm going to say it's L.A. Two because there's no reason they should have lost that game. There's no reason to be the shield winner to have a one game playoff where you don't have to play a road leg and lose at home to Seattle. I listen, I know there's an experience difference with Seattle and them, but there was no reason. None at all. So I'm going I'm going to give it to them. Sorry. Overrated man.
2: I got to say, you know you have no idea how many times this season I'd have a three team parlay And I would have the first two games good. And my last game would be LAFC at home against scrub teams, whatever. And they would come up with a draw or a loss. They've choked choked a surprising amount this year and at home. And so I guess kind of when I saw that they lost, I was like, huh? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me.
0: All right. Uh, so, with that being said, let's wrap this up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Uh One buck a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as our monthly wrap-ups or any live post-game stuff we do. You can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329, facebook.com slash Rant On Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for this show, at drstooch for myself, at pmacda2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman, Subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last
1: words before we get out of here. Uh so I can see you next year, I guess.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to see what uh you know winger you sign from uh the um the Austrian second division.
0: Hmm. We'd be lucky for a second division.
2: Okay.
0: All right. Uh so yeah, this is obviously the last one of the year unless something big happens. So
1: it's if the Pat, Red Bulls there won't.
0: If Chris Armers somehow magically gets fired before Christmas, we'll, we'll <laughs> do something, but yeah, good luck. Hey, remember that one year that happened to Marquez? That's
2: true. Uh, I still don't see it happening.
0: Oh, I know. All right, for Pat Truman and myself, that's this has been episode number three hundred and thirty three of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next year. Bye-bye.
2: Late.